0: Welcome to another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, Pokemon Go PvP Podcast, where we talk about Sylph Arena, Pokemon Go, Go Battle League, maybe other leagues that happen or something, I don't know, hasn't happened, well, a lot of side stuff has happened yet so far, but nothing absolutely crazy, No, like B Professional League or something. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka a boy in the woods. Joining me, as always, thankfully, is uh, Jesse, Rocket Admin J.
1: Hello,
0: Jesse. The uh, d- d- crazy things are happening in the world. How are you? How have you been faring so far?
1: I'm fortunate enough to be one of those people that still has a working job that I have to go to, and outside of people being awkward around me, it's same old, same day in day out.
0: Yes, you have a job that got you a t shirt that says that you're an essential worker, <laughs> which is not
1: my maybe the best time to wear that,
0: which is uh tongue in cheek like it's it's funny, but also I don't know, like
1: it's in bad taste but it's, it's yeah, it's, it's not it, a it's one of those things my boss came up to me, and he's like, "So what do you think of the shirt?" I was like, in all honesty, it's something I'll wear until next year when this is this isn't as big as.
0: A you thing. should, after all of this is over, you should wear that and go to a job fair.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, or don't do that, because then the uh, bad things will happen. People will not be right. happy with you. <laughs> so don't go wear that shirt and go to a job fair.
1: Yeah, everybody out there, obviously. You know, we talked about it a month ago here on the podcast. COVID-19, the coronavirus, it's in full swing. Still It's still... a real thing.
0: People are going to throw like the biggest mega tournaments once this is all over, but we still have a long, long way to go for that. I mean, I can't yeah. wait, but even
1: even stated with the release of this next month, even through May. Only remote tournaments, no in-person tournaments.
0: Yep, yeah, it's smart, I guess, but it's there. They even the big co- corporations are taking it basically one month at a time because no one really knows. Hey, Cody Miles, how's that? How's it going? Been a while since uh, we've uh, seen you in chat. I guess realistically, when we normally re- uh, record the podcast, if you probably if if you're listening to this after the fact, you might recognize that our schedule's a little off um we wanted to record this podcast it's, it's yeah we're recording it on <laughs> friday it's gonna go up on podcast services on friday it's the 24th um of april not may time is a flat circuit circle and a construct um created by humans uh so we normally would put this up on the day that we're, not on the day that we're recording it but we wanted to cover forest cup which we'll get into but um uh, it hadn't got announced yet on, on Tuesdays, the day we'd normally record, um, and it came out the, what, midday, the day after, so mm-hmm. thankfully we were just like, you know what, let's just hold off on recording. Our schedules are fairly free for the rest of the week, so we're able to, to come get back together when, in most weeks, if, like, things were normal, we would not have been able to to get back together at a different time in the week to record the the episode, so...
1: Um, Special episode. Yeah,
0: I think we're probably one of very few channels live with Pokemon Go content right now on Twitch. So, awesome. Thanks but, for hanging out. Yeah. Um. So, we've got a couple things on the docket. We're going to go over some Abra Community Day stuff because that's happening tomorrow. Uh, we'll go over some Forest Cup content uh, and how that relates to our current Buddy Day event because uh, Buddy Day event is different but also cool. It's got some cool spawns. Um and let's see some BV poke stuff which I'll have to adjust my chrome window to cuz right now you're just looking at the PV poke home screen. Um and then we've got a nice little Reddit uh, article from 10 days ago by a user I'm going to butcher this. I'm so sorry. Slevin Slevin S- S- Slevin K93 uh titled we have to ask for more moves to fight the meta and not for nerfs uh read this a while ago thought it was interesting brought it up in our discord uh had some some uh reasonable feedback i think it's an interesting take so we'll talk about that uh towards the end of the episode if you guys want to go take a look of uh, i'll put the link to this in the description of the podcast Um, i'm gonna throw this up here in the uh, twitch chat too uh but we'll we'll talk about that it's a it's a good perspective and a uh interesting uh interesting read so uh we'll talk about it go give your go give it a read go give it a uh upvote on uh on reddit if that is a platform you go to uh so all right Jesse, mm. we're starting with abra hot take
1: uh counter i've had a so funny story for all of our listeners When Pokemon Go first came out, we were over at our friend's house hanging out. And this was before Steven was really big into like evolving and stuff. Oh, he even wanted to complete the game just by catching things. Yes. We were hanging out at Buddy's house and I was like, here, hatch this egg. Because between myself and my friends, it's always been one of those things. You don't hatch your own eggs. You have other people do it for you. People thought I was dumb. People are like, why does it matter? And then I turn around, Steven taps my phone, and hatches me my first perfect Abra.
0: You're welcome. Yes, bless the egg.
1: So, I have had Prometheus, which is the name of my Alakazam, with me since 2016. It was my third perfect that I ever got, and it has been a monster when it comes to doing, like, Machamp raids and the such. But, as far as Alakazam goes... You could sneeze on it and it'll fall over.
0: Yeah. So so what's your what's your take on uh, Counter?
1: So jumping into that, the Community Day move that it will be getting for those who don't know and haven't read the news is Counter, and it's a fast move. It's a fighting-type move, and it is broken.
0: So the the move and itself... It's <laughs> I mean, it's not. I mean, the Counter as a fast move on a lot of Pokemon is uh, broken... It, it is very strong and highly recommended. The Pokemon that aren't fighting type, uh, like Escavalier, have it and perform greatly with it. Uh, there's other examples of Pokemon. What else has counter? That's not a fighting type Wudo. Pseudo Wudo has it, and that's ridiculous. Uh, Pseudo Wudo is actually in some cases a really odd uh, spice pick uh, because of its move set. Like people do not expect it. Also, it. For people that aren't super well versed into Pokemon, its namesake is actually pretty true that it can catch some people off. They think it's a grass and it is it is a rock. It is a rock type. So they will you can can catch some people off with that.
1: My first take on the fact that Alkazam is getting counter is I think counter is a good move. Alkazam getting it. Does it help it? Kind of. I saw somebody on Reddit posted a funny drawing and it was an Alakazam with a pair of nunchucks. <laughs> and it's and it's like this is what this community is gonna look like. And I was just like, you know, kinda tying in with the article that you shared, why does it feel like counter is just a place filler on a lot of Pokemon that just need a different type of move? They just
0: need a they just need a better fast move, so here have counter. Yeah. It's a it's a reasonable coverage move. Uh, it's performance within Pokemon go it I mean, it, it speaks for itself. Uh, The, any of the core, if a core fighter doesn't have counter, it's, n- or if, if a fighting type Pokemon doesn't have counter, it's not really relevant because all of the fighting type Pokemon that have counter are a step Incredibly above every
1: relevant. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you look at cases like Infernape, you look at M right now, no one's using them because they don't have those moves. Mm hmm. uh uh, so looking at the event i think it's going to be a great opportunity for people to get abras oh yeah i don't know if they have stated that they increased the catch rate yet or not uh i
0: think it's the same boat with uh so before Rhyhorn community day you and i had talked uh and the thought that the thought was that Rhyhorn was going to get moved closer uh i assume and then they did. I assume that's going to be the same case here, where the catch rate's going to be lowered. I think for the most, most if not all, because the starters, any of the starter community days, they've always lowered the ca- or uh, lowered the catch rate. They've made lowered the, the flea rating. Lowered the free flea rating, and made it easier to catch because starter Pokemon in the wild uh, have a abnormally high or a abnormally <laughs> <Flea> difficult. <rate. laughs> well, uh, a higher flea rate, but also a higher catch rate or lower catch rate statistics numbers crap right because uh, they
1: break out easier and more they, often they
0: break out easy yeah they break out easier they're just more difficult to catch in this instance i assume they're going to do the same thing where they're going to make it easier to catch which the handful i've seen recently which i think they've boosted their spawns since just a little bit yeah i've got a, a while. While. i've got
1: a couple of them from eggs too myself recently
0: yeah i think the abra's overall spawns is actually up in the wild just so casually but to, I, I think to they're to going kind of to be easier to kind fill people
1: in that may not know that don't maybe Pokemon Go is their first game. Abra is notorious for running away if you don't catch it on the first Pokeball or it, the first turn.
0: It's it's go to first move is teleport, which basically just guarantees a runaway. So
1: so in Pokemon Go that translates to it having a higher than average flea rating.
0: Yes. So the the question then becomes is and are people going to is it is Niantic going to lower the flea rate? and allow people to catch them cuz you find that shiny really high cp potentially hundo that potential shundo and you throw a pokeball and you know it's within the green circle you get the great throw or you get the excellent throw but it's got that 1% it breaks out and then it just automatically flees gone yeah gone like that's i mean the benefit is uh the Niantic has said this is going to be a 6 hour community day so it is not just uh, 11 to 2 in your local region it is 11 to 5 with two hours additional for evolutions so it is a six hour community day which is a that's a meaty meaty chunk uh mm-hmm. your your boosted spawns are going to happen you've got the one dollar research which in theory will give you more abra spawns as far as so like did you want not abra's more not standard spawns but in theory give you like rewards that are abra as well um along with probably additional pokeballs and stuff so um although i don't i haven't seen if that uh quest line has been data mined yet so i don't know any of that
1: hasn't but we also have the uh, the other side of the world starting soon so i'm sure we'll figure it out here shortly okay um I did want to touch real quick on the $1 event pass. What are your personal thoughts and opinions on it? Not oh. what the community thinks, what are your personal thoughts? I've already bought it. It's
0: so <laughs> so it's a it's a dollar, which I mean in these the hard times that like I'm in because my work hours are cut super short uh and my overall pay is just a, not great anyway. Uh, I work at a darn independent movie theater. Like We don't make a whole lot. Um, Therefore, I don't make a whole lot. I paid the dollar. Uh, It's probably going to have additional Pokeballs. Uh, I think they guaranteed... Let's see. Uh, I'm going to read the article here. Unlock a Community Day, exclusive special research story, investigating illusions, Uh, 13,000 Stardust, a Poffin, which I don't care about, uh, a Rocket Radar, which I don't really care about. And other rewards. So I assume there's going to be Pokeballs within there. Which are going to be incredibly helpful for me. Who's not been able to get out a whole lot. To be able to farm up items. Uh, it's only a dollar. It's not like it's a $13 six stage uh, quest uh, for you know a, a raid Pokemon early. Um, as someone who did the Genesect research but didn't do Regigigas. Uh, I, I don't mind spending the dollar and getting a couple of bonuses and hopefully some more Pokeballs, some more catch so items. So for me, so. I,
1: uh, I honestly don't mind spending the dollar either. I mean, one thing people have to remember, and I we're not supported by Niantic. We're not supported by all these companies that we talk about all the time, but... We're not supported by you anyone. Gotta remember, <laughs> you gotta remember, these are people trying to make money too. I mean, obviously, Niantic makes maybe a little bit more than their you know giving back but that's that's up to you the listener the viewer take that at your own in my opinion one dollar for an extra for an event helps them pay for work that they're having to do from home or not being able to work I either way
0: yeah uh i don't i think it's a i've lost it um I think it's an uh, an interesting implementation. I'm a little surprised we haven't gotten these kinds of uh, quests linked with community day earlier uh, because the community days aren't are something that's consistently happens and Not that there's, like, a story within Pokemon Go, but I'm surprised they haven't tried to link some sort of narrative as to Professor Willow was freaking out. Why in the world are Squirtle just invading everywhere? Where did they all come from? Like, there's never never been any sort of, like... Uh, uh, instance of trying to explain what's going on or anything. So with the
1: community day,
0: with community days. So I think, but you know, they have gone through and been like, "Whoa, this weird Pokemon's coming around and it's attacking with multiple types," and then it turns out to be Genesect is a really interesting concept. Um, but they've never done that with Community Day, and I think that's as I'll be interested to sort of see what quote unquote narrative they'd use for this. Mm -hmm. um it being a dollar like again like i play this game probably more than i play this game more than i do most 60 dollar games uh and this game is in general free to play Uh, i don't often buy things from the shop uh so realistically like uh what's what's a dollar it helps support a, a game that you know i love i love to play and you know we talk about and everything and then Uh, also you know complain about and have problems with but you know what game (laughs) what game is perfect not not making an excuse just saying there are are always going to be things to complain about there are always going to be things to fix and improve but uh, maybe this dollar will help fix some of that stuff uh yeah i yeah i think my biggest sort of my biggest sort of question is not on the pass it's on why why give counter to alakazam something that yeah. just doesn't survive for very long in the first place. it doesn't get stabbed from it. it's a, a move that's completely it's not necessarily completely out of its wheelhouse. I think it's something that it would have had in its in the core series in the main series so it's not out of the question. it's not like breaking the game. Mm-hmm. It improves it in niche scenarios and then in even niche, more niche uh, Sylph Arena Cups in the future, probably.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what mostly it is.
0: Cause Alec, so Alakazam with Counter in, the, in Great League, in, like, say, Go Battle League, is going to be better within uh, Ultra and not necessarily master i
1: believe no it was we looked it up and it was it works better for it in masters because it hits things like uh dialga and metagross right so it, while resisting their moves
0: um in great league it just doesn't survive so it it might be people might use it because ridge steel is so common uh mm-hmm. but it's not it's going to be one. but again it it doesn't survive as long so it's kind of a bizarre it's kind of a bizarre move so
1: it's a lot like Blaziken in the sense that you bring it out to quickly either bait out shields or do super quick super effective damage against something
0: but you have to recognize it's squish Mm -hmm. so
1: it's a lot like gardevoir
0: Uh, let's see are there any big pieces of info
1: Oh yes, stardust.
0: Oh yeah, 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 star yeah. Pieces, buy them. Um, what's the? Where is that? Uh, the bonus will be three times catch stardust. Uh, which is uh, absolutely bonkers. Um, if you, <laughs> your if, boy
1: just dropped ten dollars for star pieces. If,
0: if you have uh Audino from the uh, uh Easter event in your uh, research rewards, catch them. Because this is absolutely like, put on a star piece and catch those research rewards, those stacked rewards. So um, I know that's going to be one of the first things I do as well. So three times catch stardust for six hours, which is bonkers. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't look like star pieces are going to be lasting any longer. No, so, they're just an hour. Are they just an hour or is it 30 minutes?
1: Uh, they should be an hour, I think, if the event says it.
0: I don't see any. No, it doesn't. Oof. Oof. Yeah, so. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. So your star pieces are gonna be I think thirty minutes. Um actually let me double check with the in game rewards say
1: while you're looking on that, did you want a shameless plug for tomorrow? Uh
0: yeah, sure. The um so the independent movie theater I work with, I pitched an idea to them to play games on Twitch to potentially get uh Get to Twitch Affiliate and raise some money and that never happened, but we're still streaming for, I don't know, whatever reason. Um, And I'm not getting paid for it, so, you know, join us if you want. It should be a fun time. I'm going to be streaming the entirety of Pokemon Go Community Day from the 11 to 5 uh, over there. Uh, Battle Science will probably host it as well, so you guys will get a notification if you guys follow us on twitch.tv slash battlescience. Um, you can go to, uh, twitch.tv slash North Bend theater. It's all one word. Uh, again, 11 to five, I will be playing, uh, just catching stuff, chatting it up, probably talking about forest a little bit. Um, and then afterwards, our normal schedule or normal streaming time would have been uh, five to eight. So from five to eight, we'll probably just be doing some uh, battles. So I'll probably set up during community day, set up the uh, queue system so that people can request to battle. Um, I'll be setting that up for our, our Twitch page so that we can run through. We can play some uh, forest practice or try out some more stuff with the counter Abra's all that kinds of stuff. So
1: (laughs) Abra counter only. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. So the standard special bonuses that are in effect because of uh, the coronavirus two times incense duration, increased incense effectiveness, 1.5 as many gifts open, hold twice as many gifts, no walking requirement for go battle league and half hatch distance. So none of those That doesn't have a Stardust or Star Piece duration increase, so it'll just be a half hour then. Yeah, and neither does the Buddy Up event. The Buddy Up doesn't. Uh, Well, the Buddy Up event does have times two XP for evolving Pokemon. So if you need to, if you're evolving Abra, and you need a bunch of XP or want to farm a bunch of XP, throw on a Lucky
1: Egg. Yeah. Um. Um. So going for Abra Community Day tomorrow. Be ready for that. Clean out (laughs) your bags tonight. Make some space. Oh, heavens, yes.
0: I think I have like 200. I'm going to I'm gonna try and get 300. I'm at... You uh, clean out 300 spaces. Yeah, 1,964 out of 2,200. So uh,
1: To help you prepare also, if you haven't updated your game, you will probably get the Force Push update before we start the event tomorrow. So if you want to save a little extra time, check your uh, Google Play, your Apple Store. Make sure you're running the most current version of Pokemon Go. That way, when Community day hits, you are just ready to hit the ground running.
0: I think it was forced this uh, morning.
1: Was it? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think the new update in, was just forced.
1: That makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, moving on, our next section. Kind of a quick subsection. For those who have been playing in Go Battle League for Season 1, Season 1 has now finished with the Master League-only tier, and they have moved on for the next week to all three, Great League, Ultra League, and Master Until May 1st at 1 p.m., it'll be all three leagues available. Play to your heart's content. I will be playing Great League, so if you want to see me play Great League, because the others, you were not an option at this point for me. Uh And then Season 1 will end on Friday, May 1st, and Season 2 will begin that same day at the same time. So they'll just immediately transition from the end of Season 1 to Season 2.
0: Uh, and sort of an addition to that. Uh, so all of the season one rewards and announcements have already happened. We have not heard any of the updates to what the rewards for season two will be. So we're going to look for that in the next week or so. It should be, excuse me, goodness. Um, drinking a coffee or trying to get, trying to get energized for the podcast and work. Um, it should be, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Tuesday, although part of a, my gut's telling me Wednesday, but I feel like Wednesday's a little too late. We'll probably get an announcement, uh, probably get an announcement Tuesday about what our uh, season two rewards are going to be. Check out all these re- rewards that I won't be able to get because I'm just not good. <laughs> I don't I even mean, know the, if I'm ranked seven. The biggest seven.
1: thing is for people to reach rank seven, I think. That way you get your guaranteed elite TM. I think I'm ranked six, and...
0: but I don't remember.
1: Okay, so maybe get a couple more games oh, in before the season. Yeah,
0: I better start playing on next week or this week, this weekend. Good heavens! Yeah. Uh, do 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 do. Um, you want to talk about the
1: friend event and how that relates to Forest Cup? Sure, I'll spearhead that. So, as you guys know, we have the buddy event going on. If you've logged in recently, bunch of fun stuff. Uh, Volbeat and Illumise both regionals are now showing up everywhere in the world. Uh, you can also find the shinies for those. Uh Woobat is now being released for in the wild for the first time and is in 2k eggs. Wait, can I uh,
0: can I pause you right there? Yeah. Uh we've we're getting Woobat earlier than we're getting Shinx in the wild. I just, I just <laughs> want to remind people that Shinx is still not spawning in the wild and it's only in raids. Just a fun yeah. fact. Yeah. Just a fun fact. Not so fun fact actually.
1: Uh Pokemon such as Joltik, Feebas, Lil', Lil, Lil Pup, and Eevee, and including Alolan Chancy, or Alolan Chancy, okay. Alolan Meowth and Chancy are also spawning in the wild. And then those same Pokemon are also coming out of 5k eggs. Uh, there are some special exclusive research events for those as well. If you want to find out which ones give which Pokemon, head over to Sulf Road. They'll give you the research listing and list everything as far as the encounter rate, the chance of it shiny, what you have to do to get those Pokemon, etc. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, bonuses going on, like Steven mentioned. Uh, your buddies are leveling up twice as fast. They'll take half the amount of distance to get a candy, and the effects of your friendship increase are doubled for the time being.
0: There's been some sort of back and forth about the consistency of your friendship increases and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any of that's... If there's bugs going on i don't i haven't seen anything about them getting fixed either mm-hmm. so I don't one of know. the
1: funny things that w- what happened when this was announced like one of our one of my friends in my local chat announced the event and i was like hey look they're putting out an event saying we released this new content but no one's using it please use our new content no. here's an event for it
0: look at these statistics of uh we just announced best friends as our best buddies and stuff the the percentage of people with best buddies is incredibly small hey guys why don't you do this thing and then after the event wow that number really didn't increase and it's like are you surprised (laughs) do you know the amount of interactions it takes to get to a best buddy it's ridiculous
1: it's almost as much as getting best friends
0: it's oh so it's like what 90 days of 60 days of interaction or something it's half
1: of that but still Uh, gross ew gross Like, don't. So, uh. the quick tie in that I wanted to, because I know a lot of people aren't necessarily thrilled about the buddy event. The one thing I do want to say is there are some Pokemon that are spawning in this that might be good for Forest Cup. Definitely Galvantula. If you have not been out catching those, catch those little Joltex.
0: Catch those little tiny guys. In some cases, you might mistake them for small yellow smudges on your screen. Those are not (laughs) smudges, those are spooters. (laughs)
1: Joltig <laughs> is definitely a good one to look at. It is currently ranked in Jung or Jungle Cup in Forest Cup as a rank five overall. Nope. Oh. What? Somebody just uh joined. Oh boy. Hello.
0: Oh. Hi. I don't remember. We
1: are live recording, sir. Oh. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, just mute you for right now.
0: Oh, nice! Got a shroomish. Sick. Uh, uh, what's it called? What shroomish is evolved form?
1: Uh, Breloom. Breloom. That's another good one for this cup. is supposed
0: to be pretty reasonable. Sorry, TJ. We just popped in and there's was like, <laughs> mm. yeah.
1: You need to let us know before you just jump in. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So, I'll deal with him. Why don't you go ahead and talk about some cup. more of the well, funs? St- no, let's just jump in.
0: Forest cup, let's, A.K.A.
1: Let's go into
0: the woods. My my favorite cup. Uh, we'll get into why. Uh, Jesse was like, "You need this this cup. You need to be good at." And I'm like, "Wait, what? Why? Oh, that's right. Because my my uh in-game name is a boy in the woods. So I better be good at this one. Uh, of all of the cups, this is the one where I need to get the pin for." It's going to be like the only pin that's on my, my Pokemon hat. Uh, so we've got May 1st through 31st. Uh, eligible types fire, water, grass, bug, electric. Uh, gens 2, 3, 4, and 5. The outright bans are All Shadow, Tropius, and Genesect. So I just ran through that really quick. Let me run through that one more time. Fire types, water types, grass types. Bug types and Electric types, all only from gens two, three, four, and five. That's uh, let me get these right. Uh, Jodo, H- Hoen, Sino. That's what two, three, four, and then five is Univa? Univa. So uh, all of Kanto is 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 out. That's your your dugongs and lapruses, your Gyaradoses, <laughs> your Venusaur's. Your Blastoises, which wouldn't have performed great anyway, but, you know. Um, Charizards, all all out. Excuse me. Um, all of your Shadows. So uh, I'm trying to think of what the big Shadow would have been from this. Uh,
1: Magnezone and Magneton would have been really
0: good. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I have really good a really good Shadow one, which would have been absolutely bonkers. Magneton is not eligible. Magnezone is.
1: Weird. But not Shadow.
0: Yes, but not Shadow tropius is banned this doesn't surprise me tropius being a grass flying it would have performed super fantastic against other grass types uh against bug types for sure um and against water types it would have been a, a complete domination uh, dominating machine plus it's regional so it's not quite as a, a, a or available to everybody and then genesect is banned i kind of question this i don't think genesect to my knowledge performs all that well
1: they did uh, data mine my move. The what? Sorry, I'm hearing the echo and it's throwing me off. I'm sorry. Uh, they did data mine a new move from it.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So there was a potential that Genesect would have gotten. Would, would it have gotten the interaction with the uh, drives? I'm not sure. Okay. Because the drives are in game, but the the moves and stuff, like uh, held items and stuff, aren't a feature yet. That however... makes a
1: good point with Shadow Scyther It might have been pretty good.
0: Scyther? Shadow Scyther?
1: Well, Scyther in that I take into consideration. Okay.
0: Mm, Okay. That would have been an interesting one. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else would have been absolutely crazy and I can't think of. Ooh. Uh, um, what's that? Pincer, Shadow Pincer might have been... Mm-hmm. ridiculous pincer is already going to be an interesting one to run uh what was the other what was the heracross heracross can't be shiny or uh not shiny well it can't be shiny not shadow. uh shadow it can't be shadow but heracross is also going to be a pretty dominant one we'll get into more of that stuff uh shortly um so yeah genesect is one that i i'm not against the ban because not everyone has a good one myself included i have one that uh, is able to power up once and is like rank 1300 or something like mm. abysmal never going to get another pvp eligible one probably ever so you know the one that i have is uh, bad um <laughs> so i don't mind it being banned but um as in its current state is a interesting one but if there's the there's always the potential it could get absolutely disgusting uh and them doing a retroactive ban would kind of be would irk some people for sure so um it's not not a bad thing to just uh, proactively ban it right um let's see so this is i don't i almost said like just an interesting cup and that's a very broad statement because a lot of metas are interesting cups they're interesting i premises. do like
1: the subtext that it's been giving and it's uh rainbow cup version too
0: yeah even though it's I basically jungle cup in name forest cup. (laughs) If they're going to call something, I have another sort of thing. What are they going to call? I mean, you could call it campfire cup, which would be an interesting name. Tree cup, Mm. tree cup, wood cup. I don't know. Uh, when this got, this actually got leaked like a day or so before it came out. Um, so we were yeah, discussing happy about that yeah we were discussing we, we uh in in our we have a uh, facebook messenger group and we were just chatting about uh about this i was kind of questioning and i was like okay why the, so fire fire and water types are really interesting combo so we've seen what was it grass was it grass bug electric and normal for jungle mm-hmm. is that correct so then the Fire and water types are an interesting uh, addition to this that especially water, something that uh, you just objectively look at available Pokemon and the powerhouse that is the water type within Pokemon kind of detracts from the rest of like the grass types and the grass bugs and even sort of like niche electric types. It's one of those things of like, great, now water types are going to be everywhere and they're they're dual types. (laughs) So... Um, I feel like it kind of detracts from and makes me a little sad that like it's called the forest cup and grass type, while it's going to be very key, um, water type comes in the water type and its diversity and stuff is going to come in and be uh, steal some of that spotlight, unfortunately. so um, That's actually
1: one thing I was sitting there and thinking in bed was, why is the number one ranked Pokemon for this cup a Mantine? It's something that lives in the ocean, not the woods.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it should be in the uh, completely different body of water. Uh, So while I'm not super happy that water type is in this and fire type, I understand the type uh, matchups and stuff. Um, Also, the limitations to what generations and stuff really helps sort of cement a different Uh, a different different meta meta yeah it's refreshing rather than the same you know the same six pokemon every team in in different metas uh so if we go over to pv poke and just the the top five mantine at number one doesn't surprise me uh it's performed well for a long time uh in metas where it does perform uh or it's been you know relevant it's performed very well so even going back to Rainbow, I think yeah. potentially even before, but if memory serves me right, it wasn't I think it super... wasn't really brought up
1: until Rainbow.
0: Yeah. Uh so Ferrothorn being up at second, being a grass steel, performs very well. The bullet seeds buff what, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. That, that helps it out a lot. Uh and then one of my favorites, and this makes me so happy, is that Amphros. Amphros is coming in at number three uh y'all about to get meeped so hard and it's i'm so happy uh the not unsurprising dragon pulse it's community move not as good not super relevant uh unsurprisingly as well focus blast being up there because it'll help beat out the steals and other things that uh, you know need a fighting type move thunder punch being a super spammy and having volt switch uh, as that that uber fast energy gain, uh, Amphros is up here at number three. The one thing to be careful on its key matchups, it beats Mantine pretty heavily because it it double uh it's double effective or not just super effective but quadruple sort of as far it as it has you're...
1: double weakness to electric
0: right? Yes, Mantine is double double weakness. Uh, it beats Ferrothorn with a uh, battle rating of 577. Uh, a 500 would be a tie, so it only beats it just by a little bit. So you do have to be careful. Um, it's not necessarily a overwhelming win, but it is it it can win in scenarios. So you do have to be careful, or it is it it, it wins consistently but narrowly. Um, it's gonna beat out Blazkin. Blazkin's battle rating is around uh, 612, so it'll beat it out. Again, it'll come close to a tie, but you will have that consistent win rate. Um, sunny Cast Form, another poke, uh, another battle rating, five hundred and thirty-one, so it's a close one. And then Typhlosion, Typhlosion's up here. Typhlosion's at number seven, which kind of surprises me because Typhlosion's never really had a good. It's never had a good outing in a meta, so it's. No,
1: it's always had to live in the shadow of the other fire types.
0: I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm happy for it. It's I'm I'm excited. But I'm a little concerned of like, okay, is it actually going to perform that well?
1: Um, I out... think it's one of the ones that can go up against the other fires and still win.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it also has Solar Beam, which will give it some wins. <laughs> Hashtag
1: get, be- get beamed. Get
0: beamed. Uh, so rounding out that top five, Blazekin's at number four. Counter, blaze kick blast burn. The blaze Always kick consistent. Yeah, that blaze kick is going to be... That's actually hilarious now that I'm looking at it. Uh, because it's charge move usage percentage. Blast burns <laughs> at one. Stone Edge is at two. Focus Blast at three. Overheat Brave Bird and Blaze Kick's all the way down at number six with a zero percent usage. Uh, don't underestimate the Blaze Kick spam. It's disgusting. Um, but it does have with the release of with the end of season one of Go Battle League Elite Charge TM will be released. Also, with Abra Community Day, there's going to be a box for. Twelve hundred and change poker coins that will also have an elite TM, which means you can get your you can get your blazekins with or you can get a blazekin with the stone edge blast burn. Um, in this meta, does stone edge really give you a whole lot of advantage here?
1: It, it's really situational. You have to catch them without a shield. <clears throat> I don't.
0: I don't think it doesn't. It shouldn't net you any a. Ad- additional wins within this meta stone edge is is a better flying counter for flyers beats, that will beat out blaze can
1: it, it'll hit really hard against things like mantine
0: that don't expect it that's true mantine does have mantine is flying so it will hit that but their flying within this meta isn't going to be like super huge so i think yeah you're right stone so Edge. So
1: running down the list really quick it'll hit crustal it'll hit the other fire types it'll hit the other bug types is, it, is Rock
0: super effective against Bug? Yes. Okay. Okay, so then that that I, that I, was one of those type matchups that I'm not super familiar with. So then um, that will give it additional wins. I was more thinking of the thing But I mean, the, the fire should was, be
1: doing that already against the Bug, at least. Yeah,
0: and you're, if you're running Blaze Kick, Blaze Kick's going to get faster anyway. So mm. it's six of one, half dozen of another. I, again, we've seen Blaze skin before. It is squishy. You do have to be careful of it, but it can... It can be very hard if you get into a neutral matchup. If you get into an a, a un, uh, unfavorable matchup, you've got to be careful. You've got to either use shields or you just sack it, let it die. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're in a neutral matchup, neutral or better matchup, the shield pressure outright is insane. So. Uh, Blaziken is definitely going to be relevant, but you do have to recognize that's lim- its limitations. And then rounding out that top five is uh the the Sparky Spooter himself, Galvantula. <laughs> so, um, beating out Mantine because it's it's got that electric Mantine Azumaril, uh beats out Meganium, Kingdra, and Cradily. Those are the key matchups via PV Poke. Um, those
1: are also some of the highest priority picks for this cup too
0: yes kingdra is a tight win uh, with a rating of 545 so that's a tight one but everything else is uh around 700 or better Uh merrill's pick rate that's going to be a really interesting thing you and i uh, and a handful of other people have been talking about its usage is probably going to be considerably lower uh, because of its it's not super exceptional within this meta. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if... It plays...
1: If... It's, it's the one few rolls that's fairy, and it'll wall against Kingdra, but then you gotta look and see, okay, well, what's... I think the biggest problem with Azumarill is it doesn't have a semi... It doesn't have surf. It has to get to Hydro Pump to have a relevant water move.
0: And it takes a very long time to get there.
1: Correct. And yeah. the fairy move, Play Rough and Ice Beam don't really hit much in this cup yeah, that'll hit
0: it'll hit grass, but you have to get there. Yeah. That's the problem. You have to get there.
1: And if you look at the top things on this list, a lot of these are explosively quick. They're they're bursters if you will, blitzers.
0: Uh-huh. Um Let's see. Yeah, Ozmirel comes in down at number 20. So it's definitely nothing to sneeze at. We've seen its performance before. I don't think this is the meta for it to outright shine, but Don't be surprised if you see it commonplace.
1: It's also one of those things that people have the resources invested probably from Voyager. Absolutely. It's it's definitely a great budget pick.
0: (coughs) Gosh darn it. The last little bit of coffee is the one that's going to make me cough. (laughs) Spite you. It got me. It's a little thief that stabs me in the back right at the end. (laughs) Uh, Meganium coming in at number six, Typhlosion at seven, Cray Dilly at eight. Uh, there was a little mix up with Cray Dilly <laughs> and should talk Bullet Seed. Uh, I, so it Bullet Seed was removed from Cray Dilly, but given to Lilip for about what, like half a day? Not even an hour. <clears throat> um, and then the people people took their uh, 100% Lilips and gave them Bullet Seed before it switched away. And then Cray Dilly got Bullet Seed back because it was, I think Bullet Seed was added during the grass move update. Like, again, it was. Again, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, it was added. And then for whatever reason, in one of the updates they pushed, it was removed and put on Lillip.
1: And then when they so, announced this cup, everyone realized it didn't have yeah, access people, to it. And they're like, people hey, were trying to TM what's in a way. false
0: advertising? What's going on? So that was a, a funny little... Just like watching Twitter, like freak out and Reddit, and just be like, "What's going on?" And then they they fixed it. And I was like, "All right, you know, cool. It's fun. All, all things are good." We <laughs> least
1: uh, wasted <laughs> Yeah,
0: I didn't. I didn't. I didn't look into it either. Um, Swampert at number nine, and then Lantern at number ten. So that's just The
1: ever persistent Mud Boy
0: does not surprise me with the the consistency of grass in this. You're Definitely going to wanna watch out. Um Sludge Wave though as a move is going to be used a little bit more. So take that one. Yeah, because it'll hit the
1: bug and it'll hit the grass.
0: Yeah. Um and then lantern, the huge bulk uh being water electric. So yeah. Lethic fish. So uh I'm I'm one of the few that probably can wall against mantine too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um I'm happy Kingdra's in this as well. I enjoyed using Kingdra for the little bit. Uh I enjoyed using Kingdra in Rainbow and then enjoyed excuse me, uh enjoyed its uh what's it called? Um when it comes back, it's it's
1: uh Octazuka rework? It,
0: yeah, the Octazuka rework. It's it's encore in what was it timeless? Yeah. Uh it coming back in timeless. So uh that was that was fun. I'm excited to have it come back the other one that i'm excited for is caesar caesar should perform okay uh sunny Cherim is in here too so i can bring in the fruit uh, i'm ex- this this is this is the meta i was i was saying right at you know last week or so i was like okay if if there needs this next meta needs to be something that's up my alley because i'm i'm losing with everything going on not being able to go out and hang out with people and, and go PVP and just being stuck inside. Like I need something that's going to energize me to be more active in PVP. That's going, that I actually want to go play. Uh, this is it. This is the meta. This is the me meta. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm as excited as I can be. Actually. Uh, I honestly feeling looking at the meta, like I feel like I could be more excited were the conditions different, but, uh, I don't know. That's this what is what we got to work with. Yeah, this is this is this is the this is the meta I would uh the best meta I could have asked for, to be honest. Amphros at number three is something that I had never never considered. It had never gone through my mind and I'm very excited that we're here. I also fully expect it to drop from this with some sort of move update, and Amphros is going to be gone from this list. Fully expect it to happen, so I'll sort of cherish this moment for now because I expect it to go away here in the next two weeks. Alrighty, <laughs> uh, let's see. Are we? What am I? Are we missing anything? Are we missing anything crazy?
1: There's a lot of interesting picks to look forward to in this cup. Uh-huh. If you are someone that's coming in that this is maybe their first cup, and you know, I say this with every cup, play, practice, 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 practice. Oh yeah, that is the best tool that you can do don't worry about building the right team right away because spending dust on things that you'll never use again is one of the biggest mistakes that I have made every cup to date. Yeah. Build teams on things like PV poke, talk with your friends, see if you can get some good trades before just pit, just falling into that position where you go, Oh, well, I have this rank 100 Galvantula. I'll just run that. Yeah. And you find out you have to power it up 30 times or you could trade someone, get a rank, maybe 150 and only have to power it up one. Yeah. Don't, don't let the rankings at this point, I've come to a crossroad where I have to sacrifice rank for stardust. If I have something that's 200 rank worse, but it's only going to cost me two power up. I might just take it. If it's only a one level difference in the end. Yeah, this is a very, it's
0: a, it's an interesting. Uh, I was gonna say it's an interesting meta. I always say it's an interesting meta. You're right. It's we say the same thing, month in and month out. The, I think what 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 has me curious is how will this meta shape up, in uh, when you team build and f- the 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 team I want to try and find is the team that will consistently force my opponent to run run one type basically disregard part of the meta and say this this team is an anti that and forcing someone's hand into running the same three pokemon over and over again what can i yeah what can i do to force because I've, i had that experience in voyager a couple of times where uh, uh both to my advantage and to my disadvantage of going up against a team and seeing okay these two Pokemon on my team do absolutely nothing. They don't get me any wins. They're not gonna, they're not gonna be absolute losses, but like type wise, performance wise, they do nothing in this instance. So, just completely, when I'm putting a, together a team of three to go up against this person, completely disregard these three Pokemon. I want to do that to my opponent. Um, I want to, I want to get into scenarios. I want to get into scenarios more consistently like that, where I can go in and say. OK, my my putting together my team of three against an opponent is going to be a lot easier. It's a lot simpler. I see their I see their team. OK, here's your here's your biggest weakness. I have it happened in what was before Voyager Toxic. Mm-hmm. I ran Staraptor uh, in first the first instance the, my my first battle. I looked at their team and I'm like, uh, I ran Staraptor and I ran uh, Golbat. And I saw they they were completely weak to flying. I was like, I'm running double. I ran double flying every match, successful every match because they had no they had no counters for it. I want to find that. I want to find that scenario and I want to exploit that scenario more often. So I'm very curious to see what's the one, what's that one type within this this meta uh, that you can you can push for, you can exploit. Not necessarily ex- exploit exploits not the right phrase because mm, it's not it's not against the rules there's there's nothing against the rules to find find that that sort of niche type or or that right Pokemon combo that just says tells your opponent hey half of your team don't run it because you're going to lose mm I also see that I see that in in some scenarios as well from other people's teams Just look, looking on on the self arena and looking at some of the like look, looking at some of the high ranking players that are in like the Kirkland area and stuff looking at Kano and and Dobby, uh, Dobby's teams uh, looking at all of those guys and seeing their teams and being like okay yeah I can't run you know there's this type and this type within a meta I'm there in no way am I going to touch either of those types within this, within this meta right. because looking at that team, that team performs that well. So
1: yeah, I had enough of that. This team performs really well in Voyager. <laughs> I, yeah,
0: Voyager definitely, it, Voyager definitely changed. in the two tournaments I, per, uh, I played in, uh, I was definitely running a team for day one. And as the meta was, perf- uh, as the meta was changing and stuff and the, uh, the com- the competitors I was going up against, even in those those tournaments that started, like, day one, uh, I just didn't have the right team for it. I-, I was running with, you know, day zero, day one teams when they were running with teams that were better prepared and better composed for the meta, you know, halfway through the month, so... Um, I want to find I want to find that better team. It's it's that team building and the team compositions definitely change throughout the month. And you have to you have to move with it. You either have to look ahead or you have to as you're performing in tournaments, your team has to change, too. So, yeah. So
1: for this cup, I have a few favorites, but. Again, these are things that I know I've used before, mm-hmm. things I've play tested with, things that I have powered up already, so it'll save me. Uh, one thing I did want to power up last month for Voyager, but didn't get the chance, is Ferrothorn. Yeah. I think this will probably be a cup co- that Ferrothorn will be the most common grass type. It is the one that consistently, because of its typing, does very, very well. You look at your big threats, you have uh, Kingdra and Azumarill thorn beats both of those. Ferrothorn resists both of those.
0: Yeah, it's going to resist. Uh, it's going to resist electric. It doesn't resist bug, and fire is going to beat it handily. But yeah. that's why water but is the here. The
1: big counter for it is fire. Yeah, fire or f- fire fighting. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's Ferrothorn's water.
1: firefighter, that- fire fighting, and bug. I think.
0: Uh. Fairthorn is one I wish I had a good one of, because I still don't. Even with <laughs> the Incense incense Day, uh, I don't have a good Fairthorn, and I don't, because they're just not common and stuff either. Like, they don't spawn in the wild, really. So Fairthorn's one that I'm just going to have to wait for, I don't know, Community Day or another bug event or something to, to get a reasonable one at, of. So, Goodness gracious,
1: I am sorry. So... Fire type is another one because I think Ferrothorn will be the one that everyone runs. You don't necessarily need to have a fire Pokemon, Mm -hmm. but something with access to destroy. You basically need an anti-Ferrothorn slash grass. Yeah. Mantine can beat some of the grass because of its flying movesets, but at the same time, you want to support it with things that'll help protect it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something let's say you do take Ferrothorn you're going to need something to protect Ferrothorn, Either that be a water or a ground because that's going to be its thickest counter is fire. That's the biggest things mm-hmm. to then turn around and counter that. Um,
0: uh, I'd recommend uh, Swampert or where was it? Stunfisk. Swampert or Stunfisk mm-hmm. are going to help that one out too.
1: Stunfisk also, if the Mantine is running flying, will be able to beat Mantine. Yes. The Mantine-Stunfisk matchup depends on what Mantine has as far as moves uh-huh uh, uh one other one is obviously blaziken rated at number four is going to be one of the highest fire picks in this tournament mm-hmm. but it's i can without clicking on it i already know the number one thing it counters is Ferrothorn. Yes, it is literally there to beat that Ferrothorn.
0: the second one up uh, here is sunny cast form which is an interesting pick
1: yes that is another fire type that it's kind of a sleeper pick and it i mean as you know is a bit of an investment
0: yeah yeah you have to get it up to like 38 <laughs> approximately i think i already i already have a sunny cast form built so um it's interesting that it's got it's got ember it's got weather ball fire which isn't quite as spammy as i would hope because ember's energy gain isn't all that great um but it's got solar beam as an additional um and because it is such a high level it it uh, and its stats distribution is pretty reasonable. So it does have a bit of bulk, uh, which is helpful. Uh, cast form rainy is right beneath it, too. so And actually, the cast forms, as far as uh, type diversity, are pretty reasonable. So, sunny cast form gets solar beam, whereas rainy cast form is going to get thunder as well. So, it's going to get uh, water, weather ball, and then thunder. So, both of those are actually pretty reasonable because they've got uh, some decent type advantage or um, type diversity. In their move sets.
1: So two picks that I'm going to be looking at this cup that I think might be sleeper are Lampenant, Lampent, that's and Litwick. Uh,
0: Litwick's evolution, correct? Yes. Nice. That's a new, that would be an interesting one. Uh, I I assume it's going to have Shadow Ball. Uh no. No, interesting. Uh,
1: Lampent has Amber, okay, Energy Ball, and Flame Burst.
0: Huh. Interesting. The
1: reason why Lampant is because it walls Blaziken.
0: Ah, because of the Ghost. The fighting hits it for, like, nothing.
1: But it doesn't have any good moves against Blaziken, so I'm still in the thought process behind that one. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, Flame Burst burst doesn't help it, and Energy Ball is a Grass-type move, so...
1: That hits back against the Waters.
0: Yeah, that's... an I don't know, dude. That performance is weird.
1: It is, and then Zebstrika comes in with Spark, Discharge, and Flame Charge. Ooh, that's interesting.
0: That's that's more interesting. Is its stats a better distribution than say Arcanine? Because Arcanine's no. I think attack built. <laughs> oh, no, okay.
1: But Arcanine's also built for like Ultra League.
0: Okay, Arcanine it would be a really interesting one because it has Wild Charge. Um, but
1: you can't run it this cup anyway. It's Gen One. Ah, true, true, true.
0: Okay. Yeah, meh. That'd be an interesting one. Let's see if there's anything else
1: that sort of stands out to me here.
0: Uh, Electivire's up here. That's impressive. Thundershock Ice Punch Wild Charge.
1: I do like Magnezone because it's steel. Uh-huh. It'll also do the same thing as Ferrothorn, more or less.
0: Yeah, it'll wall some things Um, with the steel type. Uh, Jumpluff is up here, which is nice. It's good to see it's going to be somewhat relevant (laughs) yeah yeah i got bullet seed uh did it get energy ball as well yes okay uh that was uh, jump bluff has been something that has been in the back of everyone's mind of its stat distribution has been great uh it's the move set was holding it back for the longest time and with the grass update it really gave it a buff so Mm -hmm. this is a meta where jump might uh might be able to survive and thrive. Survive. Uh, yeah. New mission update. Survive. Knife the watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: yeah. one that I was talking about early on was Breloom.
0: Breloom, yeah. Breloom's coming in at number thirty with counter dynamic punch and seed bomb. Uh also has sludge bomb and then grass knot, but grass knots fat oh, takes longer to get to, I believe. Yeah. So
1: it's Seed Bomb and Grass Knot are the equivalent to Blaze, Kick, and Blast Burn.
0: Is Grass Knot the move that dealed more damage the heavier a Pokemon was?
1: In the main series, yeah.
0: That could still be implemented, could it not? Mm. Because Pokemon have sizes in Pokemon Go.
1: I, I think that's too much math for it to calculate. I don't, yeah, maybe.
0: That'd be really interesting. I'd be really interested to see that actually be implemented like the main series games. Because then Grass Knot would actually be pretty reasonable in some instances, so... Because yeah. um, at this point, it's not. Um, <laughs> it is interesting to see all of the uh, future. So, Raichu being uh, Pikachu and Raichu being the uh, original electric rodents. It's interesting to see all of the other electric rodents coming in and being relevant. So, Minin and Plusle, uh and then Pachirisu all coming in within the top 30. I uh, mean, so... Minin
1: was relevant.
0: Mine, yeah. mining has been pretty reasonable. Um, Spark discharge, Grass Knot, uh, also having Thunderbolt, and it's also got Swift. Not that Swift Swift helps be in the main series of because it never misses. But in this instance, like charge attacks don't miss, so okay. Uh, and then Pachirisu, uh, Volt Switch, Thunder Punch, and Thunder. So it's got that spam as well, which is awesome. It's uh regional though, so you know, six of one half dozen of another. Yeah. Uh let's see Torkel was one that I was seeing people suggest, but again it is also regional, so yeah. Uh what in the world? Caracosta? It's the turtle. Oh, it's the turtle. Okay. That's uh you un- uh what generation? Help me out. Five. Five, Unova? Unova? Uh, it's one of the fossils. That's black and white, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I for whatever reason I know I played one of those titles, but for whatever reason I have like complete amnesia when it comes to that generation and playing that game. I think what I
1: it's a water rock turtle.
0: I think what I did when I played that game, I was basically just like booking it when it like not speed running it but like going from one end to the other and not like fully enjoying it as a pokemon game because i can't remember like half of the decks from that region <laughs> so um like x and y um what's that region called uh kalos kalos once we get to there i'm gonna know nothing i never played an or y so um i'm gonna know none of those pokemon but like half of the Half of Gen Five, I don't remember. So, <laughs> yeah, big oof. Um, so Cherim coming back, that's awesome. So Cherim mm-hmm. coming back with uh, Weather Ball, Fire, uh, Grovile's up here. Up here, I think Sceptile was up higher. Sceptile's, Sceptile's gonna be. Brawl. Oh, it is okay. Sceptile would be an interesting with, uh, um, its move set. Sceptile should be very interesting. Leafion is up here within the top uh 50 with quick attack as its recommended fast move over razor leaf uh
1: i think it's just better for energy generation
0: rambling rabbit says uh rabbit gives says give me age slash in the chat Oof. i, I a, feel
1: you i feel you
0: that'll be a really interesting implementation sort of looking into the future because if it's
1: form change it's
0: form change to be honest, because like cast form can't change, you're going to have two different versions of Age, Age of Slash. It won't be able to yeah. form change in game, which They'll is going to probably be really... give it
1: the Deoxys treatment.
0: Oh, God, that's ah. Oh, now that I'm thinking about it. That just sucks. That just like deflates. <laughs> it deflates me like a balloon. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, good thing for the defensive form. Like, it's going to be absolutely bonkers. It's what steel goes. <laughs> wait for that
1: so. to be a tier three raid boss. Oh, God,
0: look at that. You know, max it out. Uh, max it out, max out a hundo and stick it in, in gyms and just watch people cry. Oh God. Cause fighting would be super effective and fighting does absolutely nothing because it's ghosts still. So fire it is. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now I'm, now I'm sad. That's it's going to have to be in two different, it's going to be two different Pokemon. They won't do a form change unless they somehow rework like half of the back end code for Pokemon Go so that Pokemon can form change. Yeah. Which will like break it'll break cast form
1: because I mean that'll break if they do that for things like Greninja.
0: Uh wait, hold on. Did does Greninja have two different forms? Yeah.
1: Really? There's a special event Greninja. Oh, same oh, with, Ash's same Greninja. Thing with like like and rock. Like which one? Like and rock. Like rock.
0: Oh. Yeah, I assume Lycanroc is going to be it's going to be two different forms. Um that form changes. What what is the condition for its form change? Do you remember? Which one? Lycanroc?
1: Uh, Dave, time of day. Okay. Yeah, that would be really bizarre. But uh, once it evolves, that's what it stays as.
0: Yeah, uh Rambling Rabbit says Ash-Greninja is a different Pokémon though. That one I would understand right. there would be. And I don't to be honest, I wouldn't even I would be interested I would be very impressed if Ash Greninja got into Pokemon Go. I would assume just regular Greninja would be in. Um it's in the same uh, gen as Megas. I don't so I've got a very I've got a really disappointing uh opinion on Megas and Z moves and stuff in Pokemon Go. I just don't think they'll exist. Because it's such a Megas are stringent and Dynamax Pokemon as well. It's such it's so stringent on strict like non there's it's even though pokemon go is turn-based it's not it's uh, real time uh, it's a quote-unquote real-time strategy versus uh, a turn-based strategy uh turn-based rpg like the main series games i just don't see them happening um z moves uh, maybe as some sort of if they don't do megas there's
1: a good chance they won't do z moves
0: yeah, I just, uh, to be honest, I just don't see any of them going in. I just don't see any of them working within the the format of Pokemon Go. As much as people love them, I've got a buddy at work that is just in love with like Megas and Z-Moves and is like, completely crushed that they're not in Sword and Shield. I just don't see them working in Pokemon Go. Just period, unfortunately. Because if, if form changes don't work, then you know if, if there there's if form changes don't work and we don't have status effects and a lot of other stuff within pokemon go i can't imagine how they are going to get z moves and megas and dynamaxing to work in pokemon go so ash is like ashes rock which is some twilight one yeah I, I, yeah the, all of the rock forms are probably going to be different forms it's probably going to be the same thing that uh, Cherim is where Cherim has the uh, overcast. You can catch them in the wild depending on their their the current weather and then I evolve them be depending.
1: and Rock is like the EV thing. You evolve it as a buddy from Rock Rough mm, during okay. those times as yeah. your buddy. That
0: would make sense. That's a tangent, but an interesting tangent. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's yeah. stuff to talk about, it's stuff oh yeah. to look forward to. Oh, for sure. Um, as... But I think
1: that's just as good enough a segue as any to jump into that article you were talking about. Yeah. Uh,
0: so we have a, from the r slash the Silph Road, an article from the uh, u- user slash, excuse me, goodness gracious, Coffee, why do you do these things to me? Uh, SlevinK93, <laughs> um, posted 10 days ago uh we have to ask for more moves to fight the meta and not for nerfs um so it's a very let's it's it's a somewhat long article but basically asking sort of the key point is uh dialga's performance um within master league and looking at things like melmetal having such a diverse typing and then looking at Dragonite, which could have had its uh, a second community day with Superpower, um, which would have given it a ton of bonuses within um, PvP, within PvP, and within Master League specifically because of how dominant uh, Dialga is, um, and basically asking why are these why like community days are linchpins to perform to. Boost Pokemon's performance in PvP, but are, especially when when we voted on Rhyhorn, all of the rest at this point are basically removed as, in theory, never happening again. So the chances yeah, of until us. Until we hear otherwise. Until we hear otherwise, the chances of getting the, what was it, the Weather Ball Ninetales, slim to none.
1: Weather Ball Ninetales. Uh, Superpower Dragonite. What was- and then the Dark One Machamp, but I forget what it was.
0: Um it wasn't Payback. Per yeah, payback. I was gonna say payday, and I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. Payback. <laughs> um all of these moves that would have given boons to all each of these Pokemon. Ninetales somewhat less because it doesn't improve their move diversity, but it improves their overall performance by a bit. Um the the removal of these moves that realistically these Pokemon should have anyway, like in the main series games, move diversity of each Pokemon is absolutely insane. Whereas in Pokemon Go, it is incredibly limited. So putting putting aside the comment on um, TMs and resources of TMs and switching moves being as clunky and just mind bogglingly dumb that it is a random chance. Um let's put the wheel. let's put that argument aside and just talk about the overall move availability of Pokemon. Not the not giving a third charge move, not the TM stuff. Let's just say the move availability of Pokemon is absolutely bonkers. So um example um example here, looking through it. Um a uh, Dialga counter Heatran. Um, let's see. I'm gonna read this paragraph so I can both refresh and sort of set a basis as to where we are. Um, going over an actual Dialga can- counter Heatran. But wait, is he an actual Dialga counter? Did you know uh, that you lose the zero shield because of Draco Meteor or Thunder? Only level 41 ones though. So I think that's oh, level 41 Dialga's which if you're running Master League and you're running Dialga and you're you're probably running a, a best friend or best buddied versions of Dialga because you win more and you're already super dominant. Besides the fact. Uh, are you aware that uh, DB... Which one's DB? DB damage after one... Dragon Breath damage after one Draco Meteor is the same as Dragon Breath damage after the second Draco Meteor. Correct. A 50% damage reduction has no further drawback to fast moves damage because of rounding so rounding because of the rounding up and down and all that stuff um you only get a damage reduction for dragon breath after the first draco meteor the second one doesn't affect it apparently overall heatran is still a very good counter dialga but not as good as it should be same goes for melmetal in theory a fire steel type should win over a steel type right wrong hashtag get superpowered. so what does heatran have in the main series games The first thing that comes to mind is earth power, a ground move with an energy requirement of 55 and a base damage of 90. Uh, That's 1.64 damage per energy Uh, and a 10% chance to drop defense by one stage. This would change every shielding matchup against Dialga into Heatran's favor and threatening Melmetal even more while still losing against it. The second possible move could be uh, dark pulse. Dark pulse? Why dark pulse? One part of the current meta that uh, has not been mentioned so far, Giratina Origin Form. Imagine running a hypothetical hard counter to two-thirds of the core meta and relying on rolling the dice to get Dialga in the lead position. This may be my personal experience, but you pretty much have to win the lead against the current meta, or you are screwed. Dark Pulse could definitely change that. A dark-type move with an energy requirement of 50 and a base power of 80, 1.60 damage per energy, leading Heatran into Giratina Origin, would still result in a loss, but could potentially flip the matchup later if you pull up, uh, pull off a nice switch into Snorlax, for example.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of the metas in general recently, and a lot of people that play competitive PvP have all collectively said, if you lose the lead, it's very hard to come back unless your opponent messes up.
0: Um, I'm gonna continue reading from this one. This is the last paragraph I'll read here. Uh, Those are just two candidate candidates for possible move changes that could change the meta immediately. There are a ton more. Kyogre can learn Ice Beam. If Precipice Blades has a moderate energy cost, it will absolutely demolish the current meta. Uh, which one's pre- uh, precip- 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 Precipice
1: Blades? Which That's its signature alpha move.
0: That's Kyogre's? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Palkia could learn Shadow Claw, Dragon Claw, Earth Power, and Aura Sphere. Its win rate, would, win rate would skyrocket up to 94.5% up from 73.9%. Glaceon can learn, dig, hashtag buff underperforming moves. Um, so just just imagining just the top performing, even just diversifying the types of moves and diversifying the movesets of the top performing Pokemon. So changing up Dragonite, uh, Dialga, Heatran, uh, machamp any of those pokemon just giving them one or two different moves from the the moves they can already learn in the main series games would change up the meta and freshen up the the highest levels of pvp drastically
1: <coughs> now, things... i don't disagree with anything you've been saying there's a lot of pokemon that i look at and everyone asks me, well, why isn't anyone using this one? I was like, well, what's it? No. But Palkia, for example, all of its moves are one bar charge moves.
0: Gross. Hashtag gross. Um, big shout outs to, uh, to SlevinKD93 here. Um, fantastic write up. Uh, Bring up a great point of the, again, besides the infuriating process of potentially adding all of these moves and then getting them um you look at something like hypno that has somewhere in the realm of 7 to 10 charge moves a available and getting the moveset you want is like playing russian roulette with wanting to play pokemon go um uh in elite tm's being just this dumb bandage to fix this like gaping wound that is that process um, changing up these move sets and allowing, like the evolutions, could be so much better. So yeah, much I better. We
1: had someone ask me, "How come I can't use evolutions in PvP?" And you I can. said, "If you're just starting PvP, they fill the type role. Yeah, but other than that, they they're too predictable.
0: It, it it's not saying you can't run them. It's running them There's and performing well. Yeah, giving giving all of them dig and then making dig." just a little bit better outright would be mind bogglingly. It would change so many things. Honestly, just yeah. buffing dig would change so many things. Um, there was
1: a, what was it? I did a typo. It's like, what other moves could the evolutions get that would make them better? One of them was like, uh, Vaporeon. It's already super tanky and bulky. Give it ice beam. Yeah. Give Larry uh, what was it? Not discharge. Uh, wild charge
0: oh yeah give flare uh flareon wild charge that would help um what give if you jolteon gave on energy ball could you give all of them oh yeah uh does J- jolteon has some of the better electric fast moves correct yeah would you give skull bash to any of those no okay
1: giving it to vaporeon or Umbreon would be disgusting
0: okay i'm just thinking of like jolteon and flareon could probably would probably love that um
1: Hashtag (laughs) Will-O-Wisp.
0: Yeah, Will-O-Wisp. Any, you know, the electric typing, unless the electric type type Pokemon is bulky, like, giving it something that, giving a move that has that sort of status effect or the defense debuff or something um, would be super amazing. Um, Like, what if, sort of going off on another tangent, if... Paralysis just sort of lowered the overall energy gain or something. Um, even if it was by yeah, like 10%.
1: down attack, fast attacks.
0: That could be catastrophic. I'm more thinking of because like things like charm and confusion are already like but slow. To use a, <laughs> an odd phrase. Um, they're already really slow. But imagine slowing them down. They would still do the same amount of damage. Just imagine if the energy gain. Because getting to charge moves are like... The, like, bread and butter for a lot of Pokemon. I guess, really, mm-hmm. eh, no, maybe that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because, um, like, razor-leafing shadow Pokemon are just, you're just alive to do as much fast attack damage <laughs> yeah. as possible. Realistically, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to just, like, debuff the amount of energy gain you have. But- Plus,
1: with, with the ones that do just fast attacks... Uh, you could swap out the debuff, and then that's null.
0: That's true. So I just feel like there's the, the, oh gosh, I keep forgetting the
1: name. The current state of the moves. The
0: current state of the moves, should should it should be a lot better. We should be looking at all almost, we should be looking at like 20 more Pokemon and giving them some of the same treatment that Hyp- Hypno has. As much as it sucks for TM's give giving them just like two additional moves giving them a, a a coverage move or a better move of that type uh i don't know why my brain keeps going back to like doug trio like doug trio could be better the the evolutions are like super key as far as like these pokemon could be super fantastic examples these should be this should be like baby baby's first pvp pokemon these should be uh, like <laughs> exceptional examples of each of their types with yeah. with great div- uh, with with n- not necessarily great they should have really good move diversity and really good performance and none of them do except for two there's six of them yeah no hold on
1: With the seventh coming soon yeah it uh, what
0: no, let's see well five six seven. oh yeah, i'm not seven. counting EV. there's seven of them so there's the uh, Jolteon, Vaporeon, Flareon, uh, Umbreon, Espeon, and then Glaceon, Leafion. So mm-hmm. three, four, five, six, seven. As I do my kid math with my fingers here, there's <laughs> seven evolutions, and only two of them are at all relevant, or have been at all relevant. This meta Leafion might actually be pretty reasonable, although the leading it with quick attack as it's fast move makes me question the sanity of some people <laughs> <sighs> who knows maybe quick attack could be better but just just looking at like move diversity what was the pokemon i was like why are you, how are you i was looking at a, a pokemon within this and i was like how do you have that move someone got Someone got a really good move, and I was like, "Oh, just looking at cast forms. Like, why does it not even? They, the cast forms, have coverage moves. Cast form Sunny has Solar Beam. Cast form Rainy has Thunder. The evolutions have nothing. They have nothing other than their type and then normal type moves. They are reliant or last on resort. Yeah, yeah, or last resort, which in the main series game, realistically, last resort should do absolutely nothing." Like within this game, like last resort should do nothing because it only it only does damage if all of the power, if all of your uses of all of the other moves are gone. If you can do nothing else, last resort will will then be effective. Um, But in Pokemon Go PVP, last resort is the best thing about the evolutions, and even then, it's not fantastic. It's what marginally better than I'm I'm. I'm starting to get heated here. I need to calm down. Uh, marginally
1: better than return.
0: It's more. Yeah, it's marginally better than return like or or frustration or any of that stuff. But why? Why? So <laughs> go read the full article. Uh, there's a, a handful of other examples. Uh, it's super well written. Um, It'll
1: be in the description for the episode.
0: Yeah. Thank uh, Thankfully, we've seen the quote April was quote unquote grass month. So we had uh, an update to some of the grass type moves. Did we get a new move within that or did we just get a sort of rework? Reworks. Okay. Because, I mean, there's a lot of moves that aren't in the game and there's uh, quite a handful of moves in the main series games that just don't make sense within Pokemon Go and the way that the PVP operates and stuff. So including new moves within Pokemon Go from the main series is going to be very weird. But I'm very, very hopeful that the month, every month, we get a reasonable update to different types that actually makes different moves more relevant, rather than just
1: being outright garbage. Because yeah.
0: there's, there's too many moves that are outright garbage. So
1: before we uh, close out the episode, did you want to answer a couple of our questions from Discord, or kind of talk off on those?
0: Uh, let me take a quick peek at these um there's a couple of them that are not super pvp related but i don't mind chatting about them um winston the champ in our discord asks what could niantic do to make gym battles and defending more relevant and engaging other quality of stuff like uh, other quality of life stuff you would like to see added to the game
1: so Um, i know that you for a while have said that you personally don't see any need to fight gyms in town. So um,
0: I I am under the current play style in Pokemon Go that I work on a gym, uh, but it takes I, I, just that. I work there, and so I'm in the middle of work and just don't take the time to fight the gym. Um, I don't buy a whole lot of items with coins, Uh, I will get some coins over the course of play, but I've, I've never been like, I'm a pretty casual player when it comes to, for the most part. So Jim, when it comes to territory control, yeah, when it comes to territory control, that's never been something I've been super interested in. Um,
1: so I guess the question he's asking is what would it take for someone like you to get more interested?
0: Um, so I think the 50 coin limit needs to adjust, um, be it. it's it, it neat i th- you can't just up the limit because it, it, it there needs to be a, a better way to interact with it from a, like a game design standpoint you can't just increase the limit that's then it's just going to allow people to just go out and grind and people that you know don't have good gym defenders or i mean at this point honestly uh fighting gyms and defending gyms are kind of pointless like it really they're they're menial tasks at this point. Um a write off initially they were interesting and then over the course of the last couple of years that the game has been out, they have become menial tasks. Um so you think unless it's you're,
1: just bad overall game
0: design? I think it's it not necessarily bad, but I think in the current state of how the game performs, I think it's outdated. Um and I don't necessarily have an easy solution pre made for this um
1: so i have an idea that i get to throw out go for it how would you feel if over the course of the day however long your pokemon was in the gym it could actively spin the stop and give you items from it
0: huh. let's see um
1: that would be the interesting The motivation it got the less items you get in the current
0: uh in the current world format that we're in that would be very interesting um i think uh it's one of those things of like as long as you can stay in the car and you know pull up alongside a gym i think that's kind of like location based like not every town is going not every town or you know um i don't i don't know that's an it
1: would be an interesting idea i think the implementation has to the there would have to be factors such as if you have 10 things in gym, you obviously going to get less items overall.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there needs to be some sort of like you can't just take over the entire town and then camp on the entire town with golden raspberries anytime anyone tries to attack. Uh, there's right. already been a lot of a lot of problems with basically gatekeeping and locking people out of gyms and harassment and stuff when it comes to gym defending. Um and uh, and such within Pokemon Go and it's always terrible to read any of those any of those threads online. Um,
1: How would you feel if they started putting Team Rocket in gyms?
0: That would be that would be more interesting. To be honest, that because it would give you,
1: huh? Say three grunts and a leader. I would. That would be really interesting. And then. You could catch one of their Pokemon. Just at you could random. catch
0: you can catch one of their Pokemon each day, and you would get say you would get better items or something every time you spun the stop, depending on how far you gotten in that fight. That would be a lot mm-hmm. more. That would be a lot more active. That would be kind of cool. Although, I, then it would completely outright. It would it. Well. Actually, you know what? I think I like that a lot more. And then depending on how far you go in that chain, it'll give you, it can give you coins. So say you can get you know, 10 coins if you beat the leader. uh, And then you can go do that for a maximum of 100 coins a day. Which means you have to go to each of the gyms and beat the the, uh, beat the Team Rocket people that are there. Mm
1: -hmm. I like that. That's and it can still count as the rocket stops
0: that's genius and you can you still get more items from having your overall interactions will still stack so if you have a gold a, a gold medal from a gym you'll still get more items it's just that your consistency of beating mm-hmm. the rocket leaders throughout dude i think you just solved it somehow like have you been that's thinking a, on that
1: that's, an, that's another cool thing too is if you have a prestige in the gym maybe you do more damage to the rockets Oh,
0: that would be interesting dude. Do, do. Have you been thinking of this for a long time or did you just come up to this? Because this is like genius.
1: I just thought of it.
0: OK, because it's that's that is amazing. Um, You should like write some of this up and then like post it on the Reddit or whatever, because that's. That needs to be that's holy crap, I'm borderline <laughs> ready to swear here. Um, oh, why don't
1: you move on to the next question? Oh, my. You've got course. all
0: of my gears turning and it. And I love that. OK, I love that idea um um quality of life stuff you'd like to see out of the game uh like i was mentioning before i think the tm
1: global trading
0: global trading would be cool uh i think they're maybe maybe if you are like gold with a gym you can use a gym as like a beacon to be able to trade with other people so it's like a waypoint you can connect to the global trade system or something um that way it still gets you out because it is pokemon go it gets you out and and active and stuff you can go to your gold gym and you can set up a trade Um, i think
1: if you're just best friends with somebody there shouldn't be a distance requirement
0: yeah yeah there's i think there's i don't know it's it's an odd the the best friend remote battling and like remote best friends is an interesting mechanic that i don't think is it's not necessarily well fleshed out. I think there could be some tweaks and stuff to it that could really improve that uh, that feature and stuff within Pokemon Go. So I think that would be really interesting. Uh, I'd be interested to see if Niantic put forth some more resources into sort of fleshing out what... Not that the benefits currently for Best Friends aren't, I don't want to say good enough, but I would be interested to see if there were another mechanic or two sort of linked to Best Friends that could be... They could better, yeah. Because getting experience. other than
1: just being able to get lucky friends, it's not really that enticing to get best friends right now.
0: No, because it really like the extra damage helps you with raids marginally. So,
1: plus your trade floor for IVs is raised, if you will. Yeah,
0: that hurts a little bit too. Um. So, but my my biggest thing for quality of life stuff is the TM rework even with yeah. like even elite tms again are a,
1: a like you said is a bandage, a yeah. banded
0: yeah the the smallest your sta- average bandage to a basically like a shotgun blast wound sized wound that realistically it's it's a it's a get well soon card for someone that got you know <laughs> shot in the stomach like how is this gonna how, how does this really help I think, oh, I think in their pockets. Yeah, I think the elite TM as far as things that are legacy is a really awesome feature, but I think the problem is it allows selection of any move. Whereas reg- regular charge and fast TMs should allow you to pick from moves that are available. Elite TMs should allow you to pick from legacy moves. But you should still mm-hmm. get that list no matter what. That's what should happen. Yeah. Um that's one of my biggest complaints. Um you actually kind of covered that already. Uh, Deceptive Din brings up uh likelihood of ever having trading be more accessible and less reliant on other person being directly there. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to see something where the, you know, if a, a gold gym or something, it connects you to the, the trade hub or something. Um, still gives you a reason to go out and stuff. Uh, or, or maybe like best friends, you can do it from anywhere. But uh, having the gold gym connects you to the trade hub where you can trade with anyone or something. Um, or yeah. you can be like, "Hey, Even I have you can just I have this. I'm looking for that." You know, it it allows for uh, a more diverse, or like a, not necessarily a marketplace, but something that's a little bit more diverse, uh, yeah. a little bit more refined as far as the trading stuff. Um, and then the last thing we have here is Winston Champ again with the annoyance of the slow as heck Unova rollout. Uh, Welcome
1: to every generation since two.
0: Yeah, don't. I mean, it su- it Okay, it sucks, but you. The asterisk is there's only so much content that Niantic can roll out or there's only so many generations that Niantic can roll out. And once they're all rolled out, the amount of content they have to then they have to have a solid bed of mechanics to then rely on and refine upon while there is no more Pokemon to be released. And I think that's yeah,
1: but it has been pretty bad.
0: It's 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 not been good for sure it's definitely definitely a crutch they're leaning on is oh you want your favorite pokemon from the next gen right well we're it's it's coming soon In and then 10 the tm K's. yeah well yeah it's coming out soon trademarked you know quote unquote soon um <laughs> it's definitely a crutch as far as keeping people you know interested Active. like okay the uh, i guess i'll wait for the shiny to come out like then it there needs to be it, it
1: there that's needs another thing to be, that me
0: there needs to be baseline a core experience or a, a continuing narrative or mechanics or something that are going to bring people back rather than just this finite content that they know they're going to run out of soon and it's uh finding putting together those that content putting like pvp is going to help it a lot uh uh, and, and the refining of pvp if they do a gym rework the the team rocket the team rocket edition is a uh was a fantastic addition i don't want to say it's not it's not pointless at this point because the team rocket uh the team rocket editions are still being supported a... and and also still growing and stuff and it's a great addition to the mechanics that when we run out of pokemon you know the the okay which type of team rocket uh Uh, grunt is this what's the pokemon gonna be what are the the
1: stat spread of the shadow pokemon or or uh not to mention with the release of the shadow pokemon and their leaders not only did it open up more options for pvp they also appealed to the people that like to shiny hunt because now they can go after shadow shiny pokemon or purified shiny pokemon
0: i i think the i think the Overall problem that is, is with the rollout of of new generations is Niantic. It's it's the crutch of this is our only new content. I think they need to. Uh, I, I understand that that is like the biggest form of new content and the best quote, quote unquote best way to continuously bring people back. But I think the core base of the game the that experience needs to needs to be a bigger part of bringing people back of hey the team rocket uh mechanics got a new update or something or Mm -hmm. um you know the move reworks within pvp uh i think the sylph arena to be honest in in, like my case is one of the reasons i keep coming back every month of like sweet i'm gonna get a new meta and new pokemon are gonna be relevant and it's gonna be a bit more refreshing uh i get this sort of jolt so or this
1: Pokemon go has definitely been pressuring for p v p and trying to make people want to play it, but I know a good portion doesn't care for the competitive they play it for collecting
0: yeah, yeah i think it's 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 very difficult because everyone is playing for it's a difficult development for sure because everyone's playing just about everyone's playing for different reasons, so it's a yeah. it's an odd uh it's it it cannot be easy. Within the (laughs) development and like even especially now with everything going on and everyone remote like where I work like things getting done doesn't there the communication is very difficult and we're you know five people there's five employees and communicating and and, like I didn't realize we were going to roll out uh, like rent movie remote stuff until it was already out no one told me the communication is hard imagine hundreds of people and hundreds of people within niantic and then they um anyone that's under contract that's not technically impl- not not directly employed by niantic like imagine the communication it's it's probably in some cases it's probably better than where i work because they'll have slack and all of that stuff but but imagine everyone on you know, different sleep schedules and from different cities and, and, you know, dealing with a bunch of other stuff like at this. Oh man, I don't envy them at all. I'm just a dude that sits behind a microphone and and talks about it, but like, I'd love to see a bunch of updates, but imply like applying that stuff is not easy. So, yeah. I mean, talking, I'm not, eh, no, realistically talking about sitting behind this microphone and talking about it is not hard. So I was gonna say, well, this isn't easy. Uh, this isn't all that. Ho- uh, no, this isn't <laughs> all that easy either. But what am I saying? Are you kidding me? The the amount of Pokemon Go content creators and podcasts and all that stuff that are being created on a daily basis. Shut up, Stephen. <laughs> <sighs> good heavens. Oh, that coffee has hit in here at the end of the episode. That's fun. It's a good. This is, this feeling like a good, refreshing episode. To be honest.
1: Yeah, um, I'm kind of glad we waited. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the one thing we've encountered before of we record the episode one day or we record the episode on Tuesday and literally like we've I think we've had it had it happen once where the meta is released literally an hour after we wrap. And then in other instances, we've had it the the metas announced a day or two days after. And it, it's just yeah. it's like because because we're every every two weeks, it then is like, OK, cool. We get to come at this info so much later. Um and it kinda <laughs> sucks. So uh I don't know I don't know if we would ever go weekly. I don't know if there's
1: I don't think we have enough content to talk about to go weekly. Yeah,
0: I think if we like broaden some stuff and then like our any if, if there's an off week or whatever we just, you know, go over we either go shorter I mean- Or because like right now we
1: do have my regionals to talk about.
0: Right, like right now we're at like an hour and forty-one minutes. Realistically, all of us back half conversation, we could just go stick to try hourly and then go weekly, um, if we can get schedules working. But you know, I don't know. Six of one, half doesn't have another. um, It requires some changes, but we could, in theory, do it if. So um, I've started to write
1: down phrases and things you say a lot Uh to make a podcast drinking game. Oh, oh no six dozen one half of another oh six of
0: one half dozen of another okay please tell me um um has to be every three ums is a shot no
1: (laughs) no if i said everyone someone would die
0: yeah we would just be asking for someone to this man this man was found uh dead of alcohol poisoning with an episode (laughs) of uh battle science at pokemon go podcast Playing I'm in a the piece background of paper written next yeah. to the word
1: um take a shot <laughs> written in blood. Oh no. No. Why?
0: no. <laughs> oh god, no. What have I done? What have oh, I done? Oh jeez. Ew. Alright. Well, I am very excited for Forest Cup. Uh, if anyone oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, oh, actually update since last episode i did not get a shiny Mareep during the easter event uh that does not at all surprise me what do you so if, <laughs> shiny if you marie. if you got a shiny marie de- during easter i saw somebody tweet at us with their their shiny Mareep that was ty- that was named steven if you got a shiny Mareep, please tweet at us uh give me all of the reasons to cry at night because i don't have the shiny meep Uh, if you send enough of them at some point i will use the piddly amount of money i have to buy the life-size no plush so that i might cry myself to sleep with adorable meep meepness (laughs) uh i don't know something i will i will get that shiny meep at some point it's going to take a very long time
1: or another event
0: yeah, I still don't have shiny air on either. Like, uh gross. Ugh, goodness. Like, I see enough shiny air Or I see enough uh, air on. <laughs> I see enough other people with shiny air on. And it makes me very sad. Ah, oh, well. All right. Uh, All right, final plug. Before we scoot, uh, and this gets uploaded onto Podbean, uh, tomorrow, uh, Abra Community Day, check in... Uh, Battle Science will host it, but if you're looking for the the direct channel, twitch.tv slash North Bend Theater, I'll be streaming the entirety of Abra Community Day from 11 to 5, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. I was about to say 11 to 5 p.m., and that would be like a really odd time frame and just like break time. Might as well at this point. And time is a flat circle. Um, uh, 11 to 5, and come hang Abra. out as I catch Abra and shiny Abra and maybe less shiny Abra than I caught shiny Sentret during the, the what's it called? The, the uh, incense event. We'll find out. Um, uh, come hang out the full duration. I'll be there chatting. We'll probably talk Forest. We'll probably talk, talk Abra. Uh, I might place some Pokemon Sword during, depending on how the Abra spawns are. I'm like six Pokemon away from completing my my Sword Pokedex, so who knows? Maybe we'll do that too. Um, check out our streams some more here uh, Twitch.tv/slash Battle Science. If you're listening to the podcast on podcast services, uh, every two weeks. Uh, we might be doing some more content here. I need to get like some stuff done like personally before I work on additional content. But this whole quarantine stuff is a perfect, I'm seeing all these people doing awesome content. And I'm like really sad that I'm not working on some like more cool stuff for battle science. So, uh, that's going to, that's going to happen at some point. I hope. So look forward to that. You can send me tweets or send, send twitter.com at battle underscore science. Uh, send tweets to us that say Hey Steven are you getting your stuff done Are you going to make more battle science stuff And I don't know <laughs> that will either push me further Into the spiral of depression Or motivate me to get stuff done So you know We can we can roll that dice together
1: Six <laughs> half <That's> a dozen <laughs> Six
0: of one half dozen of another It's going to flip We're going <laughs> to flip this coin Are you feeling lucky punk uh, The <laughs> caffeine is, is hitting uh, Very hard uh, am I missing any other plugs as I take a deep breath and try to calm down?
1: Nope. Okay.
0: Twitch.tv slash Battlescience. At Battlescience on Twitter. Uh, this
1: episode coming up shortly on all podcast services. Share it with your friends.
0: Same day it's recorded. Have a,
1: get ready for the Forest Cup. We're going to have fun hanging out in the woods. Woo! We can't do it in real life.
0: Send me them sick, uh, sick dominations with Amphros, please. I am so excited. It is my lifeblood. Uh, direct inject, direct inject Amphros footage into my veins. Uh, Newsfeed, huh?
1: Newsfeed, not veins.
0: No, mm, I don't know. I mean, at least it's better than uh, uh, at least it's better than directly injecting uh, Lysol or bleach. Uh, oh my god, that's the only thing you'll hear me talk about. That, um, yep, go have fun with Forest Cup. Go make some teams. Uh, if you've got some spicy picks, let us know. I'm totally down for it. Uh, as long as those spicy picks include Amphro's. Oh boy. Um, average community day, go have fun, come hang out, you know, all that fun stuff. Uh, and we will see you guys out there on the battlefield, battlefield. See you out there on the battlefield. We don't episode this pot. Or- wow. <laughs> this caffeine is hitting different. We don't edit this podcast. All these flubs are in here. We'll see you
1: out there on the battlefield. Woo!